It's March 14, 2018. Welcome to another edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. And I'm Ryan Ozawa. And here on 3.14, I want to wish you all a happy Pi Day. There's a pie waiting for me at home. I can't wait. But here on the show, first up, we're going to hear about a couple of upcoming events that are part of Bishop Museum's month-long High Sci Festival. Hadley Anderson is here to talk about this Sunday's Fall in Love with Science Discovery Day. Then Dr. Richard Powell returns, and he'll tell us about a talk he's doing about exploring the deep coral reefs of Papahanaumokuakea. And then we'll return and talk about the Onizuka Day of Exploration. We'll have Eric McPhee. He's the Director of Support Services for the Boy Scouts of America. So first up, let's welcome Hadley Anderson, Senior Science Educator, and Dr. Richard Pyle, zoologist, both from Bishop Museum, to tell us about this High Sci Festival. Welcome to the show. Happy Pi Day. <laughs> Aloha. Happy Pi Day. Now, you know, in terms of this uh, month-long event, I mean, it's all around, I guess, STEAM, science, technology, arts, and math. Uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, what is this whole month-long event about? Well, Bishop Museum wanted to host its first-ever High Sci Festival, which, again, like you said, is a month-long festival celebrating STEAM and our Hawaiian and Pacific cultures, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So definitely there's a lot in there. We have special programming throughout the month of March. We had some Plutopalooza events earlier this mm. week. Yeah, that was super fun. We had some NASA scientists out who studied the new hori- did the New Horizons spacecraft and sent it out there to study Pluto. And coming up on this Sunday, we have our Fall in Love with Science Discovery Day. And so that is going to be a huge hands-on festival. That, of course, is this kind of center of our month-long festival. It's going to be geared towards families and keiki. But you're going to be able to talk to Bishop Museum researchers and all of our different Knatsai collections and anthropology collections. Um, they'll be in our researcher tent. And you'll also get to see the debut of a brand new exhibit called Land, Sea, and Sky in our Science Adventure Center, which was um, through the generous donation of the um, Hawaii Electric Industries uh, Charitable Foundation. Hmm. So you often have rotating exhibits that come through in the castle building, but this is a new exhibit in the uh, Science Adventure uh, Center, the newer building closer to the freeway. Yes, absolutely. And it's going to be focused on a little bit about our malacology with our snails and our mollusks. It's going to focus on native Hawaiian birds. We're also going to have a uh, surf machine where you're going to protect coral reefs by surfing the reefs and collecting some corals. It'll be a really great event. A great exhibit. And of course, this is on Sunday and this is open to the public. So you expect a lot of people on sort of the Great Lawn as well. Will there be exhibits there or primarily in that uh, that center? Oh, we're going to have tents set up on the lawn. We'll have food trucks. We'll have a lot of community partners, some people that you might recognize, like uh, departments from NOAA. We'll have some presentations mm-hmm. from NOAA scientists as well. Um, and um, a lot of fun, hands-on activities for kids to try out. Hopefully somebody falls in love with science that mm. day. And certainly <laughs> becomes a member or, you know, uh, as a result of that. Now, this is a month-long event, and there are also regular talks that happen in Bishop Museum. So, Dr. Pyle, you have a, a talk coming up, the first in a series, but happens to fall during the High Sci Festival. Tell us about the coral reefs of Papahanaumokuakea. Yeah, well, as Hadley mentioned, the High Sci Festival lasts all month long. We have a number of events happening throughout that month. And one series of events is this Talk Science series. I'm giving the first one on March 24th 
happens to be my birthday. Um, oh, and happy then, birthday. <laughs> well, no, not today, but on March 24th. <laughs> I'll come be. down and say happy birthday. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so I'll be talking about, uh, as you said, the, the coral reefs of Papahanao Mukuakea. Um, I've been up there myself many times, but I'll also be going back a little further in history where Bishop Museum has played a role in exploring those islands going back, uh, you know, to the 1920s. Um, in fact, I have a personal connection with that. My grandfather, Ed Bryan, who worked at Bishop Museum for 66 years, was one of the people who spent a lot of time up there exploring. Huh. So I have kind of a personal connection up there. Mm-hmm. And I've been up there myself, and we continue to discover new exciting things, you know, using our high-tech diving gear to go down and explore deep coral reefs. And uh, so I'll just be giving a sort of overview of that. And and the, all of these talk science presentations are sort of a, a mixture of, um, you know, images, sort of PowerPoint presentations, but also items from the collection. So people can actually see the physical objects uh, that we'll be talking about. Um, and mine's the first in the series, again, on March 24th. But then um, on April 28th, uh, Dr. Noreen Nguyen, who was our malacologist at Bishop Museum, will also be talking about um, uh, invasive snails and their role in the heart, uh, the rat uh, lungworm mm-hmm. disease. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our uh, botany collections manager, Barb Kennedy, will be talking about the importance of plant collections, our, our botany collection, and why these uh, collections are so vital to helping us understand natural ecosystems systems and protecting them. Great, a lot great. of people don't really understand how large and um, well-known the collections at Bishop Museum are. Not all of them are necessarily on uh, display all the time, but being able to speak to the experts that have curated them, take care of them, and grow them is a very uh, special experience. Yeah, we like to think of our collections as Hawaii's best-kept secret, and we're trying to make them less of a secret <laughs> and make them more visible and accessible to the public. So, Hattie, are, are any of the exhibits, like, you know, there's a great sort of insect collection there is that going to be open for uh, uh, observation or <laughs> oh, doing? No, well, not on our not on our Fountain Love with Science Day, unfortunately. Okay. But if you can't wait for these amazing talks later in the month, both Dr. Richard Pyle and Noreen Nguyen will also be speaking at our researcher tent on the Fall in Love with Science Day. So that's this Sunday from 9 to 3 p.m. And it is actually free for comma and, and military if they register, pre-register on our website. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So yeah. you pre- register online and there's no admission for this particular event. Right. Right, exactly. Is there like a limit to how many people you can no, accept it? Currently, we're at sixteen hundred when I when I checked. <laughs> wow. So so we're not we're not limiting it. Although if you do decide just to buy your tickets the day of, you will get a fifty percent discount if you're Kamai. No, I love the the planetarium shows. Is there anything happening at the planetarium during the this uh, this coming Sunday? Yeah, we're going to actually have planetarium shows every half hour. It's going to be our fall in love with the stars. Okay, mm-hmm. with a sensing a theme. Yeah, <laughs> every half hour for twenty five minutes. Unfortunately, that's not included in our free admission day, mm-hmm. but oh, uh, you will have to visit someone who is selling tickets for that. And uh, Rich, I mean, are you, um, you said yeah, there's two talks. Are there any other talks coming up after that? Well, well, yeah. There, well, there's three, actually, and they're spread over. Uh, so the third one, uh, the first, mine is March 24th. Uh, the second one is uh, April 28th, mm-hmm. and that'll be about the, the rat uh, lungworm mm-hmm. disease. And then um, on June 2nd, Barb Kennedy wow. will be talking about plants. So they're spread over the next okay. three months. And and those are included with regular mission. They'll be held in the Hawaiian Hall atrium, uh, oh. the main building in the back. So Very if somebody good. wanted to find this calendar of excellent events coming up to keep their minds engaged and growing, Hadley, where can they go? bishopmuseum.org and you can say our events for the rest of this month and at all the events that we well currently have scheduled for the rest of the year too love it it looks like it's going to be a great event well thanks uh, Hadley and Richard for joining us thanks for having thank us thank you guys and we'll yeah. take a short break and when we return we'll be joined by Eric McPhee from the Boy Scouts and we'll talk about the Onizuka Day of Exploration this is Bite Marks Cafe
Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Ulupono Initiative, Impact Hub Honolulu Co-working, and iDoctors Hawaii. I'd been a member of Hawaii Public Radio since I graduated from my PhD work. Realized it was time to participate in this thing that I had been using. And after I got married, my wife and I realized that we're going to pay for this every year and it would be better for the station if we became sustaining members. It would be easier for us if we became sustaining members. And it just made sense. So we just signed on and we've been sustaining members ever since. My name is Sean Steinman and I am a sustaining member of Hawaii Public Radio. Welcome back to Bike Marks Cafe. Lots of things happening with the Boy Scouts. And now we're joined by Eric McPhee. He's the Director of Support Services with the Boy Scouts. So let's talk about the changing face of the Boy Scouts and this upcoming Onizuka Day of Exploration. And of course, uh, the event had evolved from the Makahiki to a STEM theme over the past couple of years. And we'll want to find out about that. So welcome, Eric, to Bike Marks Cafe. Uh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, just for starters... Uh, Give us a sense of the organization and the role you play at the Boy Scouts. And this is a, you're part of the Boy Scouts of America, the yeah. large national organization, but you also play a role with the local, I guess, council. Yeah, exactly. Um, we, each uh, scout council in the country, there's about 280 some odd scout councils throughout mm-hmm. the entire country. And we're chartered to the national organization to serve and do all the different programs that the Boy Scouts of America kind of operates. Uh, so we under we operate under that umbrella, mm-hmm. but we're our own independent 501c3 uh, nonprofit, and we serve all youth from K all the way up into uh, up to 21 years old. So the Aloha Council, is that every Boy Scout troop in Hawaii, or is there multiple e- councils in Exactly. In um, we serve uh, Kauai. The Big Island and Oahu and Guam and American Samoa. Maui. And Maui is its own council. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh yeah. okay. okay. So okay. Maui does its own, has its own council, has its own volunteers that are able to uh, fund and support uh, the operation on Maui. So it's kind of neat. It's kind of unique to, to be able to have multiple councils uh, along the chain of islands. So. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Eric, when my kids were uh, scouts and had friends who were, right. and their their big event, I mean, I recall the Makahiki, right? right? The Makahiki event. This event, the Onizuka Day of Discovery, is sort of like the evolution of it. It's the Makahiki 2.0. So for those who might remember the Makahiki, how do you help them come over to the Day of Discovery? The, the new, uh, the new day way of exploration. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Councils throughout the entire country um, would put on scout shows. It's kind of like a community showcase uh, for all the different activities that scouting does. About 40% of our merit badges all revolve around some type of STEM activity. It's hmm. either involving science, technology, you know, engineering, and math. So we're, we're very um, – we decided that you know, we wanted to showcase that uh, and give – how can we incorporate how it's hands-on? Uh, so we do everything from, you know, we got in dissections, uh, you know, different, just totally different things that uh, the kids can come out and see and, and put their hands on and, and understand. We got underwater robotics, you name it. So. Well, so, okay, so, <clears throat> Eric, I want you to explain to me because um, I, we have had Art Kimura on the show. We've talked about Onizuka Day of Exploration, right. which this is basically adopting the same name. And right. 
Is it correct to say that this is the same event or is it different from what Art was putting on? Yeah, I think it's the same event um, from my limited knowledge, but uh, <laughs> I do my best to try to understand it. But uh, we, you know, Onizuka was an Eagle Scout. Um, and so we, to honor him and to give back to our community, uh, we really think that the Scouts can showcase uh, that and his family will be there. Uh, I'll put you on the spot. Can you okay. give us a brief history of, of Ellison Onizuka? Oh, gosh. Um, he was an astronaut in the, uh, and he, he served in the mission on the Challenger. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And when that, uh, and, and unfortunately, the tragedy that ensued. But uh, his yeah, so spirit li- lives on. And, and, and I think uh, he has been well recognized, I mean, being from, from Hawaii. Yeah. And there's been a number of events sort of named after him. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, the one that I went to, the Onizuka Day of Exploration that uh, Art put on. I think it's Discovery back then, too. Was it Discovery or Exploration? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Nainoa Thompson was also yeah. very big in, in um, supporting that event. So right. now so the Boy Scouts are involved. Yeah. And uh, I, I like the idea that uh, the Boy Scouts are getting into the, the whole STEM field. Yeah. So is it really kind of a... Uh, refocusing of the emphasis of what the the Boy Scouts are are into? I think, you know, we've been uh, very much an outdoor education program Mm -hmm. uh, from the very inception. Uh, But we do career exploring as part of our our charter and what we're responsible for. So we're really just trying to give – you know, scouting is one of those things you don't see a lot of us. Sometimes we're in the woods a lot, you know, <laughs> uh, camping out. So we're trying to give a little bit more visibility. We had over 7,000 uh, people from the public come out and see us at, at the Blaisdell mm-hmm. uh, last year. So it's it was a huge kind of promotion. Um, a lot of times, membership organizations, we do our own thing. And it, we need to do a, a better job and a more expansive job of communicating the different things that we do. And I should uh, correct. Scouting. Yeah, it's Lacey Beach Day of Discovery, <laughs> Onizuka Day of Exploration. So honoring certainly astronauts that have connections to Hawaii and, you know, Onizuka, the name the name of the Kona Airport now as well. Um, so I like talking about these new skills that uh, uh, Boy Scouts do and they earn their yeah. patches. Yeah. When you said this is kind of like a showcase that other uh, troop uh, councils do across the country, right. it's as much an uh, expo- you know, uh, demonstration of what the scouts are doing to the community as it is for uh, the, the scouts themselves to participate in activities. Exactly. Correct? Exactly. So each one of our units will put on a booth and they'll do some type of activity uh, that's STEM related uh, and they'll you know, they may give away things. Kids might build something. Uh, they'll get to run Pinewood Derby cars. They'll get to build. Uh, we have Lego cars that we're building. Um, well, you got a climbing wall. So there's a whole bunch of different activities that they'll get to experience that on a day-to-day scouting operation, that's what they experience. But also bringing that to the public mm-hmm. is one of our I'd like primary to focus. Also kind of get your sense of the evolving environment for the Boy Scouts in Absolutely. that they recently now are including girls into we the are. Boy Scouts. So how does that sort of change the dynamic? Well, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something that uh, we've been serving girls for a very long time. Uh, since the 70s in our Explorer program, our career exploration, we've been uh, having that as a co-ed program. Mm-hmm. But really it evolved from um, – 
our youngest program is our Cub Scout program, and it's broken up into dens and packs. And it's all about, you know, we give you badges and patches, mm-hmm. and we're building confidence within and building the social structure within within our youth. Um, and a lot of parents um, would always ask or they would have a daughter that would be tagging along. And our programs are 100% put on by volunteers. And when our parents are saying, well, hey, I got my – young girl here that that she did the same activity as my boy um can she get the pin can she get the badge and we kind of said we looked at our program extensively and is there anything that's um gender specific and the re- reality is is that there isn't anything uh there's nothing that a girl can't do that a boy can't do. But it took do. so long it did. i mean it how did. many years has the boy scouts been around and only recently Absolutely. And and I think it I think it has to do with as society changes and how we're adapting to that. Uh and it's not something that we've been thinking about. We we work really hard to try to serve the community as a whole, but membership organizations and the time and dedication it takes to get good, you know, to get our volunteers to be able mm-hmm. to implement scouting, it takes so much. And so a parent that's doing Cub Scouts and is a den leader and a Cub Master and says, hey, I don't know that I have time to do all these things. So can all of my kids participate? I can see that. Activity? Yeah, I mean, I have a girl and two boys. And when my daughter right. was a Girl Scout, the boys actually were more successful sometimes selling the cookies right. than my daughter was. <laughs> so what the heck? You know, why can't we have this right. greater participation? Do you have a sense in just the time that this uh, this more inclusiveness became a public uh, facing part of the Boy Scouts, the Aloha Council, yeah. uh, in terms of what that representation looks like today? I think I think it's such an important thing that we uh, continue to evolve and to adapt to the needs of our families and the expectations that uh, society puts upon an organization that builds character and self-reliance in our youth. Um, they're the next generation that's going to take care of us when we're old. Um, so we need programs like us and the Girl Scouts to be able to um, help um, build the character within our youth. And and it's something where we had to make a you know a decision within our organization to say, hey, how do we do this so that everybody can participate and that we can remove some of our internal barriers to maximize the uh, impact in our community. Now, in terms of the the um, levels that you can achieve as a Boy Scout, yeah. so you, you will f- uh, or are there already girls that are Eagle Scouts? Oh, no girls yet. So how long Scout. does it take and when will we see the first Eagle Scout <laughs> a girl in Hawaii? It's a great question. I'm sure there's a young woman listening right now <laughs> that's going to be uh, when she turns Well, we want to have her on the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely <laughs> we bring book, her we'll book, we'll just book her down. <laughs> yeah. so, the, uh, so the Cub Scout program is going to be the first program to adopt it. That's our K through fifth grade mm-hmm. program. Um, so that will that's impacting right now. We have over seven of our local packs that are um, the early adopters, and then that will grow this fall to where we will have all of our packs being able to allow girls into their program. Mm-hmm. And then in nineteen, we will uh, build the program where we have the the outline of the program for the girls. Um, to participate in the older scouting program. Now, they'll still be able to earn Eagle Scout. It will be the exact same program. We'll still try to keep the gender troops and patrols um, kind of kind of still separate so that they can uh, work mm. together but yet separately uh, under, you know, depending on 
how big the unit is and the chartering organization. That, mm-hmm. that and Eagle Scouts work take time. I mean, we have a it Eagle does. Scout in our office, and I think that came when he was nineteen or something. Like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, well, yeah, he he probably waited till the last minute to get, <laughs> to go get that. I I got mine when I was uh, seventeen years old, but mm-hmm. we get Eagle Scouts that are. Uh, that are real go-getters that earn it when they're 13. Wow, uh, those are the overachievers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we do want to talk to you more about the actual, uh, let's say, events that take place yeah. during the Onizuka Day of Exploration. Yeah. So uh, we want to uh, kind of quick just, you know, hold that thought. We'll be right back after this uh, short break. We'll continue our conversation with Eric McPhee. We'll talk about, talking about STEM and the Boy Scouts. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors, locations, Ekahi Ornish Lifestyle Medicine, and Hawaii Pacific University. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum. And I'm Ryan Ozawa, and we're learning about the Ellison Onizuka Day of Exploration and how STEM is taking root in the Boy Scouts and how they're embracing. And in terms of this event, I mean, it is all-encompassing. I was looking at this list that the... Art Kimura sent me, and uh, it, it has a whole bunch of things, including things like... Well, uh, you mentioned dissecting a sheep brain. Well, I, there's Altino, the, Altino car programming. You know, there's a... Let's see. What else is there? That, uh, you know, and then in terms of, you know, I'm going to put you on the spot here. No, because, oh, gosh. Okay. Because the other thing that we also have art on is uh, talking about VEX. Yeah. So let's start with VEX. What are you having with respect to a VEX competition well, during I'm, this I'm day. definitely not the expert in this, but um, we have a VEX Robotics, and we help support that uh, through – we have a couple of teams that, uh, you know, we have some of their – we have their kits, and we help distribute them, and we we help support their their activities and events and uh, competitions, if you will. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so we'll have that on display at our ODE day. Also, they'll build Lego cars, you know, catapults, hovercrafts, you name it. So, now, you um, Bert mentioned Altino. Uh, car, the Korean company, the robotics programming mm-hmm. platform, and I see design thinking here. So maybe this is a good pivot into some of the partners that help this event come together. Because when I see those things, for example, I think of Bert's very good friend, Ian Kitajima, and mine at Oceanit. Yeah. So who are some of the the other partners in this community event to make it possible? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Uh, one of the things that the Boy Scouts is ab- absolutely fortunate about is, is the volunteers that are involved. In, in our individual units to our council organization from our board down to our individual community uh, committees, if you will. So they it's entirely put on by the volunteers. So everybody that's involved in this is either connected to scouting through a local unit and they have a connection through their work hmm. or you know a hobby of theirs, and that's what they're bringing to the table. So this is entirely uh, volunteer-led and, and put well, on. You know, so the thing that's interesting to me and kind of surprising, I mean, you, you're relatively new here. You've been oh, maybe a couple yeah. of years on, on the, the Barely, job. barely. And, uh, and, you know, when <laughs> I'm I, very when, new. <laughs> when I look at this event and all the components that are going into this event, yes. 
not to mention a VEX competition that is, is concurrent with yeah. these events. I mean, it takes a huge network. It does. And, of course, this Absolutely. network that you're, ta- you're talking about is really the vo- volunteers at the Boy Scouts really reaching out exactly. and pulling all of this in. And we're very fortunate. We have a great chair. Uh, Neil Antabara is, uh, mm-hmm. is our chair, and he, he does a fantastic job. He, he networks really well within our, within our scouting community and reaches out beyond that. And so we rely on those types of great leaders to, to really make this event possible. I'm excited about Lego. I know last year there was a yeah. big Lego build. Uh, what's yes. coming up with Lego this year? Oh, that's a good question. I don't have the answer to that <laughs> <laughs> other than the fact that we're going to do the same thing. Uh, we're going to have uh, a little bit more room and maybe a little bit more showcase. Build and race a Lego car. Right. So yeah. each of these events that we're talking about, whether it's bristle bots or Altino coding cars or the the, <laughs> the Lego is it going to be in a, a table, a booth, yeah. or a room? I mean, how does this so get gonna, separated from everything else that's going on? Yeah, so so the, it's in the exhibition hall mm-hmm. of the Blaisdell. Mm-hmm. So they'll be able to come through, and they'll be in each. Uh, they'll be at booths, and some will be in open spaces. Uh, and then we have these STEM workshops that uh, in the uh, breakout rooms okay. that uh, youth and adults can sign up for, um, and you can – you know, at scouting scoutinghawaii.org, it's all on there, and you can start signing up for mm-hmm. the uh, the STEM workshops as well. So it'll be kind of it's it'll be spread out through the entire center, and there will be some activities outside as well. So, what do you uh, would you characterize the uh, uh, let's say the objective or the goal of this event to sign up more Boy Scouts, or is it to really get the participants into the whole STEM arena. I mean, yeah, what, what I, is the goal of the event? I think, you know, like as we're talking, we could talk all day about scouting and what is it really, yeah. what all do you encompass? And so it's visibility. It's it's showcasing the absolute awesome things that are happening within scouting. We talk about STEM like it's new, but it's not. It's been around and it is something that we want to do a better job of being visible in the community, seeing, uh, helping youth identify the things that they want to do in life and what they can attach themselves to uh, in a really fun, positive way. And and that's so the goal is, yeah, if there's kids that are interested in STEM or just interested in outdoors in general, we want to be the ones to, to help connect them to all those items. And are there events under the Aloha Council um, on the other islands um, related to this for yeah. Kauai and the Big Island? We do a makihiki on our other two uh, mm. neighboring islands on the Big Island and on Kauai. Um, not, maybe not as large, but sure. uh, definitely um, the, we put a lot of emphasis on making sure that we have a full scouting program on each one of our islands. Here's another interesting one. Mystery and intrigue, the wide world of electricity. Who's organizing that one? That sounds like oh, a good one. I, I believe um, uh, Colton, one of our volunteers, mm. works at the um, uh, Hawaiian Electric. So <laughs> I think they're uh, they're helping sponsor and support uh, some of those types mm-hmm. of activities. So now, oh, go ahead. yeah, when you have something like making slime, though, that doesn't necessarily mean there's a slime making badge. It's just an activity. No, it's definitely <laughs> you know we 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 try to be creative uh sometimes how you can incorporate it so that the kids can enjoy it mm-hmm. uh so we're not just sitting there lecturing them all day but uh yeah slime we don't have a merit badge but i'm sure we can connect it to something we have 137 <laughs> merit badges so wow. uh we can uh we could probably make it some type of requirement well here's a, here's <laughs> another teaser here's the science lander mission what can you tell us about the science oh. lander mission oh that's a great question i 
can't tell you anything <laughs> you, about that No, either. the tease is you need to come yeah, to the find is, out. I love that. Thank you. Uh, Ryan, I, I need you <laughs> sitting over well, here just by to, me. You know, just real quickly, says, you know, aliens are coming. Experience the engineering design process and explore shock absorption and stabilization by designing and constructing a better lander. All right. Very good. So if somebody wanted to check this out, to participate, bring their kids, boy or girl, to learn about these programs, where can they go to find more information? ScoutingHawaii.org. ScoutingHawaii.org. It's just that simple. And this is taking place when? April 28th at the Blaisdell Center uh, from 9 to 3. And, All day uh, Saturday. So it'll be – and this is the first – it's of its second, kind, or the second of its kind. It's the we had second. one last year. We did. We had over 7,000 people attend. Wow. We got food vendors. We got food trucks. We got all sorts of different activities um, from the workshops to something that they can just go out and, uh, and just walk through and see. It's very good. Absolutely free. Well, Eric McPhee is the Director of Support Services for the Boy Scouts of America and the Aloha Council here in, in Hawaii. And we want to thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you, guys. True pleasure. Thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll find out about the Creative Labs program. And if you miss any part of this, this, this edition, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. If you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email us at feedback at bitemarks.org. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. And you can follow me at Hawaii. You can also look for Bite Marks Cafe on Facebook. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us here on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app. And of course, you stay safe and we will see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Time for pie. Yeah. Yeah.